Section one of a spring harvest. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Elaine Conway, England. A spring harvest by G. B. Smith. Part one. Glastonbury thither through moaning woods came bedivere at gloomy breaking of a winter's day weary and travel-stained and sick at heart with a great wound gotten in that last fray ere he stood by and watched the king depart down the long silent reaches of the mere and all the earth was sad and skies were drear and the wind cried and chased the relict leaves like ships that the storm-tossed ocean batters and heaves and they fly before the gale and the mariner's fear so he found at last an hermitage hard by a little hill and sheltering trees that bent gaunt branches in the winter's breeze and he drew rein and lent and struck the door then presently came forth an hermit sage and helped him to dismount with labour sore straight went they in but bedivere being lame stumbled against the open door and swooned and would have fallen but the hermit caught and laid him gently down then hurrying brought from a great chest a cordial and came that he might drink and so beheld his wound long time lay bedivere betwixt life and death like a torn traveller on a stormy height twixt one wind and another till his breath came easier and he prospered then did sleep bathe him in soothing waters soft and deep and left him whole at breaking of the light so he beheld the old man and desired that he would tell of whom he was and whence whereat once more the ancient eyes were fired i i was arthur's bishop at his court and in his church i ministered and thence when at the last the whole was overthrown with wrath and ill-designings straight i sought a place where i might die too feeble grown to endure a new beginning to my years when once the past was lost and whelmed in tears hither i came where in the dawns of time dim peoples that the very stones forgot lived loved and fought and wove the riddling rhyme on a lake island mystically set they passed and after ages manifold came wandering sainted joseph even he that tended god's frail body and enrolled in linen clothes of spice fragrancy he brought the vessel vanished now from earth that wrought destruction to the table round since many deemed themselves above their worth and sought in vain and perished ere they found then bedivere alas the king i saw the unstayed overwhelming tide of war and when the opposed standards were unfurled of arthur and of mordred his base son ere yet the noise of battle was begun i heard the heralds crying to the world ye that have sought out pallid harmonies where never wind blows save the gentle south 
ye that have trafficked on the sounding seas and fear nor cheerless rains nor scorching drouth ye that have piled the rich for ripened crops of word and measure till the rhyme grown proud did straight contemn the leaping mountain tops and lose itself in air and riven cloud ye that have lived a dangerous life of war whose speech has been bold words and heady boasts gather for strife and death unknown before come gather all unto the fronting hosts i saw the last dim battle in the mist there where a dreary waste of barren sand doth mark the ultimate leagues of this fair land scarce we beheld the foe we struck or wist which party had advantage like thin wraiths fit to throng leith banks the warriors struck and o'ercame or fell unseen unwept and alien hopes lives peoples alien faiths were all confounded on those desolate shores and ever the mist seethed and the waves kept a hollow chanting as they mourned the end of all mankind out of created time how many fell therein of foe or friend i know not save that when the darkness came and the mist cleared i found at last the king his armour and visage fouled with blood and slime and fading in his eyes the ancient flame i saw him make on mordred with his spear and crying tide me death betide me life he shall not live that wrought the accursed thing but a dread ending to the outworn strife i saw them fall together and draw near knew that the king was wounded unto death then as he drew with growing pain his breath i looked and saw a long black bard that stole across the waters liking a wandering soul returned from the woeful realm to view the ancient haunts well loved that once it knew and when it touched the shallows i did bear the dying arthur as he bade and there i placed him mid dark forms i could not tell whose they might be and wept and breathed farewell then spake the eremite beyond yon door there stands a chapel ancient and weather-worn and there did worship in the days of yore the sons of kings the night ere you came hither i was awakened by the sound of feet and i looked forth and saw a body borne by veiled figures straight as they knew whither in that chapel gateway i went down and found that they had digged a grave most meet for one of saintly birth or king by birth they seemed some score and by blown candles light i saw that each with tears bedewed his gown ere sank the corse into the waiting earth then prayed and so went out into the night thereon the twain arose and went straight away towards the old dim chapel and beheld the stone beneath whose length the body lay kneeling they closely scanned it all and spelled graven in golden character arcturus rex quondamcu futurus quoth bedivere thank god this voice remaineth unto us now i do mind me of a prophecy spoken long since in some emblazoned year 
how arthur should escape mortality and lie beneath the hills in cavern deep or on some shore where fairy seas do break around him all his warriors shall sleep who at a great bell sounding shall awake what time the old enemy spreads death and harm thorough his ancient realm and the last woes go over her his own victorious arm shall rid the stricken land of hate and foes so leave we them each head in aureoled with the awakening spring's young sunlight gold then on an evening hurrying footsteps rung without the door and straight twas open flung they saw who stood therein and each one knew the face unspared by years and strife and shame pale as the moon is pale on winter nights with deep eyes dreaming like september haze or lit with lust of battle eyes that few had looked on and forgot in such wise came lancelot the hero of immortal fights lancelot the golden knight of golden days whence camest thou lancelot even from the queen the queen that was whom now a convent shade imprisons and a dark and tristful veil enwraps those brows that in old days were seen most puissant proud of all that ever made the traitor honest and the valorous frail yet evermore about her form there clings and evermore shall cling the ancient grace like evening sunlight lingering on the mere until the end of all created things there shall be some one found shall strive to trace the immortal loveliness of guinevere shall i not mind me of old ecstasies in camelot beneath the ancient walls in shady paths and marble terraces rose fragrant where eternal sunlight falls but ah the last long kiss is ta'en and given and the last look in those unfathomed eyes the passionate last embrace is coldly riven and all is grief beneath the pitiless skies gods of the burnt-out hearth the wandered wind gods of pale dawns that vanished long ago gods of the barren tree the withered leaf the faded flower and the ungarnered sheaf gods half forgot in the wild ages flow yours yours am i that all for naught have sinned spring summer passed away and autumn rain swelled the lean brooks until the gelid year shot forth its icy hand and grasped again again the hanging clouds were struck and felled by winds of winter until skies were clear and there was frost o oh, nights and all the world lay glistening to the newly risen sun till came that season wherein solemn days to celebrate the rain on earth begun of the most blessed child when as always were bound and all the fields were white with snow then in the chapel at high noon they three offered their quiet horizons and so came forth and looked upon the purity and when he saw the fields all stainless white lancelot groaned in spirit and spake how sore and no wise joyous to a sinner's sight is this dear land where the snow lies untrod even so once before the eyes of god my soul lay all unspotted now no more courage my son and patience quoth the sage no sin there is that shall not lose its stain 
through the great love of god and his dear son repent and be forgiven know that none shall sue before his throne and sue in vain nor shall one be blotted from the page if he that bears it turn to prayer and tears then lancelot though through the tale of years that still are left before the longed-for earth receive my body i should strive amain to slay myself and gain regenerate birth alas it were all profitless and vain verily when i came unto this place i railed on god that i had lost my soul and nothing gained until a heavenly grace enwrapped me like some sick man made half whole and now my grief is only for old sin but ah what boots it lo this barren tree he touched a shrub that grew beside the door this tree methinks shall bud and blossom before i pass the gates divine and to enter into the fair country i must never see but even as he spoke the hand of god worked on the sombre branches and straightway they were all green with sap and bud and leaf as at the very bidding of the spring burst forth and soon each tender branch was gay with flowers that nodded in the winter's breeze so blossomed in old time the prophet's rod and lancelot stood and saw the wondrous thing then softly spake the hermit now is grief reproved and sorrow cast out with the lees for god beholds the living not the dead and he that took the semblance of a child loves he but penance and the drooping head has he not sung for joy has he not smiled so they grew old together and the years pressed no more to their lips the cup of tears they had drained all maybe and ever less seemed all things mortal as in quietness they pondered the eternal mysteries the noblest heritage of all men born such as are writ upon the face of dawn or in the glamour of a moonlit night or in the autumn swallow's sudden flight or in the breaking of the restless seas or dreamed rich hallowed dreams of aureate days while yet the king was young and sunlight fell on bower and roof of ancient camelot of triumph clarion and thanksgiving bell when all was song and laughter and high praise even when as yet the accursed thing was not then would loom out from the chill mists of time the faces and the forms remembered still the king and guinevere and galahad that rode upon a peerless quest and dire kay swift and hasty as a flame of fire and gentle percival whom to give made glad merlin contriver of the riddling rhyme and gawain silent harbinger of ill so as the day draws ever toward the dark ever toward peace the great wind's sounding breath and ever toward the further shore the bark they drew to the dark silent realm of death far far away from their old palace halls where once they lived a splendid life and vain that now are scattered stones and crumbled walls in some soft vale or by the echoing main beneath the springing grass and very deep they three do lie where never mornings rise to ope the portals of their dazed eyes nor ever mortal footstep breaks their sleep 
and near beside lies arthur even he that was king once and yet again shall be end of section one